All right, everybody. Welcome once again to Tittle Time. Uh, this week, thought I'd try out a new little segment here. Uh, anybody that knows me knows that I uh, I have a love of new hip hop, uh, rap music. You know, I do love it. It's pretty much all that I listen to, and uh, a lot of people give me uh, grief for it. You know, they have their their feelings, their sentiments about it, but never mind that. I like it. I listen to it a lot, and uh, I feel like I, I have some insights. And especially as a a non BIPOC, which is to say, uh, well, to use a yeah an acronym. I mean, goddamn, there's plenty of those out there. But uh, I guess which is to say, I'm I'm white. I'm Caucasian. You know, I'm sorry. <laughs> like I'm I'm sorry for existing. Uh, just want to say that uh, at, at the top there. But I, I feel like what's interesting is uh, so many people don't understand, you know, where where or how, you know, a person like me, uh, somebody in my position could enjoy a lot of this kind of music. And, and I really do thoroughly enjoy it. And uh, for all those people, I just thought I would introduce the, my idea for this segment. And so uh, my idea is is that I'm going to take some of my favorite songs, some of my favorite new hip-hop songs, new rap songs, and I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to translate them. And you might be asking yourself, why translate? It's already in the English language, but uh, not so much. Like, if my parents listen to some of the songs that I listen to, it not only, I mean, not only does it fall on deaf ears, but there's just no comprehension. There's just no understanding of, of some of the things that are being said. A lot of it is due to sort of urban slang, uh, which I very much enjoy and am a, and am a, and am a student of, in fact. And so I want to do those people a favor, you, you know, for the boomers out there, right? If you're a boomer and maybe your kid, maybe my age or younger is listening to songs and you and you just don't understand what they're saying. You don't understand what they're talking about. They use a lot of idioms they use a lot of euphemisms they use a lot of different types of slang and i wanted to go ahead and uh, help the the public my listeners as well to decipher some of this material i think that that's you know something that it's it's something i can i can offer people you know i i think i can do some good in the world by taking on this task i mean absolutely and so if you're white if you're, you know, Caucasian, I'm here for you. You know, I'm going to I'm going to help you. We're going to work through this together, okay? And I mean, look, look, like and also there's people in my age group that like if you know, an an idea of like a nice summer day for you is going to, you know, Boots and Heart, which is a a country music festival in 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 Toronto every year, which Hasn't happened last year and probably won't happen this year, but regardless, you're, if you're a country music fan, if you come from Kincardine, Ontario or Clarington, Ontario, and you're just, you're saturated in a, a Caucasian world. And I mean, I feel for you. Uh, and, you know, I am white. I will tell you and I will admit and I will tell you the truth that I am white. I'm very white. Some would say I'm chalky white. And that's okay. It's okay for all of us. But if you're a type of person that, you know, 
knows who Kenny Chesney is, but you don't know who Young Thug is, like, that's why I'm here. That's why we're doing this. And we're going to do it. So, on this first one, Achy Breaky Heart, my Achy Breaky Heart, if that song appeals to you more than any rap song you've heard in the last 25 years, that's why we're doing this shit, okay? Because this is no joke. And this is pop, this is pop culture, man. And I, uh, that's what we're going to do today. So, without further ado, I'm going to uh, explain and introduce to you the song that I'm going to be translating for you today is uh, by a, an up-and-coming artist from Toronto uh, named L.B. Spiffy. All right, Some of y'all may or may not have heard about him, but he is an African-American gentleman from Jane and Finch, the Jane and Finch community, of course, which is a, a heavily uh, black community in Toronto, where among other many other, Af you know, primarily African-American communities uh, that produce quality music and quality hip hop in Toronto that I'm proud to be able to represent and to address uh, for you today. And so we got LB Spiffy, you know, he's up and coming. He, he's great. I really like a lot of his music. And uh, he, he has one hit song, at least in, in Canada. I mean, I, I assume, I guess I can assume that it's necessarily popular anywhere else but regardless we're going to be profiling it today so we got lb spiffy song is called again all right lb spiffy again it's a big tune i recommend at this point if you don't know the song pause this podcast go ahead and on whatever service you use or however else download the song listen to it it's a great great song and uh i'm gonna go ahead and just uh, run through it for you line for line. I'm going to be translating for the boomers out there. And I'm going to be also translating it for the overly white people. Like there's a lot of white people that I uh, am too much alike to not identify with. But nevertheless, I don't identify with them because they don't appreciate or understand uh, some of this music that I enjoy. You know, and say what you will about it. But anyway, so we got LB Spiffy again. I'm going to go ahead and run through the lyrics, okay, uh, step by step here, line for line, and we're going to go ahead and we're going to translate this. So here we go. All right, and of course, because I'm white, I am, at the end of the day, definitely Caucasian. I mean, there's nobody on planet Earth uh, that would say different. Uh, so that's why I'm here for you people. That's that's what I am. I am a, a confidant. I am a, a, I'm relaying. You know, I'm a go-between. I am uh, many things. And uh, for all these reasons and more, let's go ahead and uh, do the first line here. So again, sorry, what I forgot to mention is because I'm white, I'm going to be, if the N-word appears, I'm just going to say ninja. So don't say that you misheard and don't take me out of context and say that I said a word that I didn't. Because I'm going to go ahead and say ninja. It's in the lyrics. There's people that wrote these songs and recorded these songs and put them out to the public and they have words in them that I can't say. I'm not allowed to say. And I, I have no complaint that I'm not allowed to say them. It's fine by me, but for the sake of congruency, coherency, whatever, whatever other fucking big words you want to use to qualify the fact that I'm about to do this right now, never mind that. Okay. So line one, 
LB Spiffy again. When my ninjas slide, you know they hide the evidence. Okay, so this is a this is like a gang culture reference. You know, it's it's a violent reference. It, it means that when the individuals associated with me uh, arrive, or when they come by, or when they drop by, or when they stop by you, uh, they will possibly that the, there might be a violent reprisal. Uh, you know, of a a beef. We say beef. All right, and this is not necessarily re related to butchery or meat uh, in any way. Beef generally means a a short or long-standing uh, disagreement that many times resorts in violence, especially when you associate uh, gang culture into the mix, which is an inevitable part of hip hop and rap, as I'm sure we, we all are aware. Um, you know, I don't think I, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking too much out of turn when I say that that it is real. I mean, I'm not I hope people don't think I'm racist by, you know, taking some of this text and subtext literally. But if you do, that's OK. I'm sure there's allies out there that will help to, to take me down, you know, and to take me down is to reduce my listener base from five to zero, which uh, it ain't going to hurt too much. <laughs> you know what I mean? So go ahead. The first line, when my ninjas slide, you know they hide the evidence, okay? So there's going to be a violent reprisal uh, that can and will and does occur. And when that violent reprisal occurs, the individuals responsible for the violence will take necessary steps to hide the evidence, whatever that evidence might be, whether it be a weapon you know, a, a murder weapon potentially or otherwise, they're going to hide that evidence. And the second line, because we don't want to go through it again. What does that mean? It means go through it again. It can mean many things, but go through it again in this case could mean somebody being arrested or investigated or sent to prison. And when it's your ninjas or your friends or your associates or your you know, dare I say gang members, co-gang members, you you don't want to go through it again. You don't want to have your friend imprisoned. None of you would want to have that happen. So that's it. You, you don't want to go through it again. You, so you hide the evidence, right? It makes sense. It, it, it's pretty simple at that point. So next line, baby girl, nah, I ain't lying. I'll tell you she just a friend. Okay, so this is, this is like a promiscuously framed, you know, line where it's like, if if you're fucking around with other girls, you you would be inclined to to tell your your girl that you know the the sort of the the thought, which is another acronym for that hoe over there. If that thought, if there was concern that you had mixed, you know, or otherwise uh, engaged with romantic or intimate sexual actions with another woman, you would be inclined to explain and to defend your position that she was only a friend, right? And the, you know, your, your girl or your intimate relation may or may not accept that, but, but nevertheless, that's the line in the song. Okay. So, uh, next line. When we hopping out the bends, straight to action, no slacking. 
Okay. So straight hop about the so it's a little bit of flossing. A lot of hip hop and a lot of rap is about flossing, and by flossing, I mean uh, being flagrant. I mean uh, demonstrating, uh, you know, ostentatious signs of wealth or power. Otherwise, uh, so by saying Benz, it, it could be a stand-in for any other type of high-end vehicle, whether it be a Bentley or otherwise. But you're hopping out the Benz, and it's saying that despite your grasp or your 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 hold or your purveyance of otherwise ostentatious wealth that despite that you you will not waste any time in reacting violently and perhaps criminally to the presence or the the action or the reaction of a another party uh, an oppositional party which again in this framework we would describe as uh, an op, you know, an op. It's, it's an abbreviation. It means an opposition, your opposition. It's your oppositional target, your enemies, whoever they may be, right? So we hopping out the bend straight to action, no slacking. Slacking, you could also use the word lacking. A lot of people say lacking, you know? Um, and it just means that uh, you can't be lacking. You, you, you got to ha have your head on a swivel to use, you know, a more uh, like like a boomer reference or, or idiom that, that people might understand. So you don't want to be lacking, especially when you're in that sort of criminal, perhaps violent world, perhaps gang world. You can't be lacking. It just means you have to watch your back. It means that you can you must be present at all times. It means that you can't ever take your safety for granted. Right. Especially in this world, that's that's a reality that that, that you have to face. And so you're not slacking. Next line. Nah, we don't want to go through this again. So meaning despite whatever uh, violent, perhaps criminal action that might occur as a result of you disembarking from your Mercedes Benz, uh, not only will we be paying attention, but any uh, oppositional action will result in a, an, like they say, an equal and opposing force. Right. And, and sorry, not I'm getting into physics here. What am I, Lex Fridman? No, I'm not a Russian Jew. I'm just a white guy. That's what I'm going to press on. And next line. So and my ninjas take care of them. And I feel like I shouldn't have to offer much more of an explanation from this, because if you've seen Goodfellas or The Irishman or any number of, uh, you know, uh, mob type media or movies, you know what that means. All right. Next line. I ain't got no time to make new friends. Right? Oh, I feel like I can probably gloss over that. We don't want to go through this again. Yes. That's a, that's a, that's a, what, what do they call that in music? A, not a reverb. They call it a, anyway, my music theory, my music knowledge and lyrical knowledge is, uh, is, is lacking in that sense. Lacking. Hey. So next one. Cut that shit talk. Cut that shit talk. You know, you could say pup chat. That would be like a Toronto thing. It just means cut that, you know, bad talk or cut that nonsense. Cut that nonsense would probably be like a boomer reference that, that might translate. Next line. Me and my ninjas, they drip walk. My ninjas, they drip walk, baby. So a drip walk. So the drip is about flossing. The drip, it, it relates to... 
the notion that if if you are an upstanding uh, member of this community or if you're otherwise a desirable personality you might have some of the trappings of that type of individual and in this case you know when you talk about drip it relates to particularly anything high end that you might be wearing on your body or driving in it's about high end material goods right so more specifically or most specifically i'd be referring to diamonds you know uh, the drip refers to diamonds and why it's because of this i don't know a metaphor i guess that or maybe a euphemism or maybe a pun but anyway like when people say di- talk about diamonds they're talking about ice or they'll use that you know that metaphor cuz diamonds they they're clear they they shine and they they look like ice so they look wet any any reference to wetness or otherwise is what i'm referring to here okay so that that's what drip is drip is just anything floss anything nice like it it could be just a it could be anything like sneakers could be drip if you're wearing balenciaga shoes that are you know 1200 to 2800 dollars that's drip but more specifically we're referring to diamonds here and you'll you'll hear a lot of other references to to sort of uh, vs or vvs or whatever it is and interestingly that's actually uh fr- from from the the diamond industry they they have the these classifications for the diamonds that you might adorn yourself with and they they have classifications like special very special very very special vvs so a lot of vvs talk and and that's drip and the idea is that when you wear the ice you know it melts in the air and it drips and you're dripping okay so i hope you understand where i'm going with this so next line baby i'm getting cheddar okay here's an interesting one as well because we talk about cheddar uh, that's another you i guess euphemism or metaphor i'm not going to you know split hairs here but when you talk about cheddar any reference to cheese any reference to green vegetables or any reference to bread which i know is a very broad stroke to cast for any type of slang where it literally applies to like most food groups <laughs> uh yeah it can be kind of confusing so i'm gonna help you people along all right uh so you know you, you could even say like yo i got a sourdough that means i got that bread it means i got a cake right so you see where i'm going with this so it means you got money I'm talking about money here when you got cheddar you got money you got the cream you got the bread the butter the caramel the broccoli the asparagus literally anything in those groups can equate itself to the 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 possession and the touting of uh, you know financial uh superiority and gains otherwise against other individuals within the community and so pressing on uh where are we at here <laughs> All of the bands, I don't got time to make new friends. Okay, so bands is in reference to uh, the elastic bands or otherwise money bands. You know, if you, if you get money money from an official source when they group it by denomination, the, the bills or the banknotes, they group them by denomination. And oftentimes there will be a paper band around them, you know, grouping the, the denominations and the quantities of the bills. You know, so so I guess so it makes it easier to count, right? Which is fine. 
And uh, so bands, when you talk about bands, you're just talking about having substantial amounts of money, right? Not to be confused with drip, which is more about the sort of the proceeds of that money, right? I hope you follow. Okay. Uh, okay, next line. I'm on the road, which is a reference to sort of hustler culture being on the road. It probably like in a, in a music context means actually being on the road. But I think in this situation, we mean more being on the road in a hustler context is that when you're out, you're driving, you're providing, uh, you, you know, probably drugs, probably narcotics to um, your contacts or, or to your underlings uh, to be able to, to sell on the street to make you more money to have bands in order to buy drip. Okay, so. I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep walking. This is educational. I mean, it ain't nothing else but that. And so, what else we got? All the bands on the road. Get her off of me, off of me. She keep calling me, calling me. Next line. She keeps koaling me. Okay, so koalan, that's a, that's a bit of Toronto slang. This one, this one warrants a, a little bit of, of a deeper explanation. So I don't know the complete et etymology of koaling, but it is definitely, certainly Toronto slang. And koaling, it just means to deceive or trick, you know, in context, to deceive or trick someone. So you've got a woman that's trying to koal you in the next line. So she keeps koaling me. I got a fifth if you keep on barking G. So a fifth, that's not just like a numerical reference. When he talks about a fifth, in the slang, that means a fifth. That, that's a four five or a point four five. That's a 45 caliber pistol. So so in other words, if you have a, a point four five caliber pistol. You know, when you threaten people with that, that's a high caliber pistol. We're not, not talking about a 22 here, right? We're not talking about something that you, you would use to hunt small game. In fact, we're talking about something that you would use to hunt other members of your community in a gang, uh, you know, milieu. And a G, of course, just a, you know, a, an abbreviation for a gangster, you know, an, an opposing gangster, an op, as we might say. Next line. I got a money fetish. I love the green lettuce. Okay, so there's another money uh, metaphor right there. Uh, so as I alluded to earlier, the green lettuce, you know, the broccoli, the asparagus, the broccolini, whatever the fuck you want to say. If it's green, it is a stand-in reference for money. And so you understand. Next line. Look at my team stepping, which just means that uh, this individual, LB Spiffy, he's confident in his uh, his group, the people around him, to be able to step, meaning to be able to hold their own and to be able to achieve violent reprisals against other members of opposing gangs, right? Next line. We got the whole city repping. God. Got the whole city repping. R repping, representing. Pretty straightforward representing they're, they're for the cause you know and it's great because lb swiffy is great he's one of my you know favorite local rappers up and comer absolutely fantastic next line when my ninjas slide you know they hide the evidence 
right? We don't want to go through it again. So this is the chorus. I'm going to skip over this. Uh, so the next line. Okay, so the next verse, uh, which is by Bankroll Hayden, I might add. So not to be confused with LB Spiffy. We have a feature on this track, which is Bankroll Hayden, which I don't know his backstory, but I, I would assume another Jane and Finch personality uh, producing great hip-hop music uh, for the six, otherwise known as Toronto. Toronto, which is where we live, okay? And so where are we at? Okay, he says... I paid 10,000 for my my fit. This shit gets sticky on him. One more time. I paid 10,000 for my fit. This shit gets sticky on him. Okay, so the first clause of that is I paid 10,000 for my fit. Fit is an abbreviation for outfit. Okay? So the gentleman is saying uh, or trying to communicate otherwise that he is ad he adorns himself with uh, clothing and accessories that have a cash value of $10,000 or more. Okay. So that's flossing. Again, this is like a, this is a, a hip hop staple. Okay. So just get familiar with it. Familiarize yourself with it. So paid 10,000 for my fit. That's, that's a lot of money to pay for an outfit. I can't say that I have ever or will ever pay that much for an outfit, but noted, noted next or the, the, the second clause. The shit gets sticky on him. So when you hear that, you might think it gets sticky, like it gets problematic or it gets troublesome for the individuals that he's describing or discussing. But really sticky is, would we call that um, sticky? I, 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 anyway, I'm going to... I'm going to press on with this one because I I feel like I need I need a fucking PhD in grammar, like English grammar, which I don't have, but almost have. Uh, so I'm not going to bog anybody down with all the fucking grammatical minutia of this shit. But anyway, the shit gets sticky on him. Sticky means gunplay. All right. You're talking about the shit's going to get sticky. You don't just mean like sticky, like adhesive. You're talking about the shit's going to get sticky. Like I might have a glizzy. You know, which is to say I might have a full fifth, which is to say I might have a 54 caliber pistol on me or near me that I might be able to and indeed probably will use on you, you being the opposition. Right. OK. So I hope that I hope that translates. So next. I stay 1000 to myself. I can't depend upon him. Okay, 1,000 is to say 1,000%. So he just means that's like you take I'm 100% to myself. You multiply that by 10 and that's where we're at. Onward. Can't depend upon him. Self-explanatory. Next line. Diamonds froze like ice age. My links got blizzards on them. Okay, so links, that's a reference to jewelry. Uh, specifically Cuban links, which are a very desirable uh, type of jewelry that is worn by many uh, hip-hop stars and otherwise, the you know, uh, upstanding prominent individuals within the community. Diamonds froze like Ice Age. My links got blizzards on them. Blizzards is a, a euphemism, again, a re relating to ice. Any sort of ice frozen reference relates directly to 
the adornment of uh, diamond jewelry, diamond encrusted jewelry. Okay, so that's where we're at. And so, yeah, we got uh, 1,000%. Diamonds froze like Ice Age. My link's got Blizzard on him. Next line. I heard they looking for me. No, they ain't got that glizzy on them. So I discussed this. A glizzy is a Glock 45. It's probably the most coveted handgun or the most coveted pistol uh, within the the rap, the hip hop, but more specifically the 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 gang community that that unfortunately is is forever fused uh, to to rap music, unfortunately. But and you know it's neither here nor there. I don't I don't condone and I don't support violence or gang culture. But I I also can't deny that I never I just enjoy this music one way or the other, whether it be form over function or otherwise. It's just neither here nor there, but but we're discussing you know gun culture here. We're talking about a Glock forty five. Anyway, next line. Hop out of Benz. There's another Benz reference again and flossing. Hop out the Benz and I'm with with three hoes in the Range Rover. I hope you know what hoes means. It just generally means a girl that's down to grease the wood. More on that in the next episode. Grease the wood. Next line. Got a bad bitch. From out the way, Louis V raincoats. So here's another flossing type reference to, you know, maybe if uh, this individual, whether it be LB Spiffy or any other, uh, had a young lady, a hoe, uh, who is promiscuous. It's just a, generally, it, it's not a, it, maybe it's not a girl you'd want to. So maybe it's not a girl that you'd want to take home to your parents. Probably not. But nevertheless, if she, uh, to use the colloquial parlance, the contemporary parlance, you might say that she throats a mean pipe. I mean, <laughs> if such were the case, one might be inclined to purchase some high-end fashion goods, some garments for, you know, a said young lady. You know, a hoe, a thought, right? It, you know, these are terms that are are endearing but also pejorative and but i but i digress all right better use your mind up in these streets sit back lay low it's in you know sort of a reference to not lacking you don't want to be lacking you never want to be lacking or slacking or otherwise because any degree of that could could result in your death or, or, or an otherwise maligning or slighting of your personal well-being, you know. And nobody wants that. So, I'm in the six for the night. I'm posted where you can't go. Okay, the six, as we all know, as popularized by Drake. The six is Toronto. It's That one's really not too fucking complicated. But also, what's interesting about that is the six is also zone six in Atlanta. So there's zone six in Atlanta, which apparently is like Bankhead and sort of this, the region where you, you might say all the trap houses are sort of that area popularized by uh, the, the sort of trap music, the trap hip hop that came out of, you know, T.I. and Gucci Mane and everybody from, you know, in the mid 2000s. And that's sort of, it's an interesting uh, correlation between 
and, and, and it really became prevalent and, and relevant as, as sort of the rise of down south hip hop, which came about with Lil Wayne. It, it sort of the, the, the baton was passed to, to Drake and to others and led to like right now, down south hip hop is hip hop, like Atlanta hip hop is hip hop. And I never personally could have predicted how close Toronto hip hop would have been and, and end up becoming to Atlanta hip hop. It's like people have commented that there is like a a reciprocal between the, the two regions, which is kind of insane, but but is awesome as a hip hop fan for me. Because, you know, I grew up with um, fucking Cardinalo Fischel, like, eh, all right. That was, you know, and like there were like two, three artists that we had that chaos who's good but like that was it nowadays toronto hip-hop is like fucking in the forefront and so i think that's awesome but anyway so the reference to the six in this case not talking about zone six in atlanta talking about the six as in the 416 and the 647 there's multiple area codes in toronto that uh utilize the number six and so that's why we're talking about the six That, that was a digression but anyway i'm in the six for the night I'm posted where you can't go. I'm posted meaning I'm staying or I am at where you can't go. That's another gang reference, a territorial reference that if you are in the area where I am, as in where you can't go, if you're there, you should ensure that you're not lacking, right? Because if you don't have your head on a swivel in in the place where you shouldn't go, you will end up getting debted, you know, it could be very catastrophic for your well-being. It could be very bad. And so he's, you know, that's what he's saying. And uh, next line, when my ninjas slide, you know, they hide the evidence and we're back to the chorus. Let me just run through this. Okay. She said she don't want to go through this again. When she with my ninja, she never wanted to end. Well, for obvious reasons. I'm sure his ninja is great. And that's another thing in, in hip hop that's really interesting is like the whole idea of uh, not only do you want to fornicate with a woman. Once you do, you're very much inclined to pass her to the bros, pass her to the mans. You know, it's interesting to me just that. Like the first thing you think of when you, you, you know, nut in a thought, you know, not to be too explicit, is that you want to you want to pass her off. You want to introduce her, reintroduce her into sort of the pond. It's like it's like when you do a catch and release, like when you're fishing, you know, you catch that fish and you want to put it back in the pond. The same way these individuals, they want to nut or they want to, you know, coitus. They want to ejaculate uh, in a woman or in and around a woman on any surface or orifice otherwise and then pass her you know quite literally pass her over pass her on to the other ninjas right uh for them to have their way with her which i don't want to make any sort of commentary on sort of the ethics of that i i think it's relevant to be honest it just sounds like a good time and and you know a lot of hip-hop is exists halfway between the realm of fantasy and the halfway between the realm of reality. And that's what's so fantastic about it. So onward. They kicking strong. 
They kick in like Jackie Chan. Okay, well, here's a often, you know, in hip-hop, there's a lot of used and reused references and shit. So here's another one. You're talking about kicking it. You're talking about hanging out. You're talking about, you know, what, whatever you got going on recreationally is kicking it. And so the Jackie Chan reference is just kind of obvious in that situation. So Jackie Chan kicks. And so I'm kicking strong. We're kicking like Jackie Chan. Onward. Next line. And you birds ain't getting no bread. You just chirping about your hand. This is nice. This is an avian metaphor. And I really appreciate this. For all the bird watchers out there, take notice. All right? Because, <laughs> yeah, I'll be spiffy and bankroll Hayden are, you know, they fucks with you. Apparently, apparently some of these dudes are walking around like, like the parks adjacent to like Driftwood and Jane and Finch and like spotting birds. And, and that's what apparently they do on the... When when they're not busy uh, deading ops or killing their opposition or slinging dick and just fucking thoughts and passing them to their man's dem, you know, and doing drugs and sipping double cups and all that bullshit, they like to bird watch. They like to spot it. They're like, oh, that's a blackbird. They're like, oh, that's a got pigeons over there and whatever. Oh, oh that's a cardinal. Damn, that's a cardinal. Oh, is that a robin? Anyway, so that's what. They... I would imagine that they do. They don't do that. But I just thought it was funny to think about. But they do seem to have an interest in in birding. I guess they call it birding. Yeah, you know, so and and your birds ain't getting no bread. There's another, like I explained earlier, the bread, you know, any reference to any uh, you know, wheat flour based uh baked goods, you know, gluten rich uh, substances is a stand-in is, is a euphemism for money as i'm sure we all know by this point so and you birds ain't getting no bread you just chirping up out the hand and yeah the whole you know when you would put grain on your hand to feed a bird avian metaphor anyway onward next line mama told me keep your pen because they gonna snake you in the end okay and this is like a psa for stop snitching have you ever heard of stop stitching Probably the reason why, one of the reasons why crime is so pervasive within this community is because of the ubiquity and the propagation of this, dare I say, ideology. If It's probably not an ideology, but it's, it, it's, a, it's an enforced and self-enforced and in many ways self-inflicted malady upon the community. And it's not unique to any particular ethnicity or race otherwise of course not it's something that you see in all types of uh crime you know organized crime or gang crime that the worst thing you can possibly do is to speak to authorities and and, and you know i i don't want to condemn or condone one way or the other because i honestly do see both sides in this situation you do want to protect your own uh and you don't like nobody wants to be a snitch, but we have to ask ourselves, and this is going to be controversial, but you know, if, if that community had a different or a better relationship with law enforcement, you know, would this sentiment be as effervescent as I guess it, you know, probably should be anyway, I, I'm not going to comment too much further on that, but it's an interesting point. Stop snitching. Stop snitching. Like I, I, in my school, you know, and when I grew up, this was a thing. 
it was talked about, and I don't disagree with it, but I also don't agree with it. Stop snitching. Stop snitching. There were memes about it before there were memes and all that shit. Anyway, the line is, Mama told me keep your pen because they're going to snake you in the end. So that's just a rhyme. But pen in this case is, is, is an abbreviation for penitentiary. All right, meaning prison. So what his mama's trying to tell him is that if it comes up, if you get pinched, as you know, they might say in like mafia movies like Goodfellas or whatever, if you get pinched, keep your pen, which means hold whatever sentence they're giving you. Like you're better off taking whatever they give you and say nothing, which is actually good advice. Part of that is good advice because when you're dealing with police law enforcement, the less you say, the better, as we all know. Right. Keep your pen because they're going to snake you in the end. So it's just to say that better to keep your mouth closed than to have an individual, um, you know, ruin you. Uh, better, better than to have an individual, individual uh, who you otherwise trusted or related to compromise your status as a free citizen. I think is a good way to put it. Next line. There's a party up at my pen, girl. You can bring one of your friends. This one I don't understand as much because I think pen meant penitentiary. But I think he, oh, pen. He might mean like my play pen or my dog pen or something. So he's, that's a, a, a double entendre, I guess, in that sense. You can bring one of your friends. So he, he wants a menage à trois. He wants to fornicate with multiple women, which I support you know which is great um something i haven't engaged in uh, but would definitely uh be into but oh wow i was gonna go into some next shit on that anyway onward we've been balling since we get up higher than the rim that's a basketball reference that's pretty typical so i guess one other thing to comment on is uh you know good and bad I feel like it's always the entertainers and the athletes within especially the black community that get sort of propped up or given the praise or that's the lane to sort of lift yourself up out of multi-generational poverty. And it's good for those that achieve that. But it's like, for me, it's transparent that I see through that. Of course, we don't want to prop up or we don't we don't want to praise you know, the individuals within said community uh, that want to, you know, secure and, and to participate in, you know, God, how dare I say the nuclear family, which is apparently a fucking Republican white supremacist talking point now. But if you talk to Larry Elder, he might say otherwise. And I, I enjoy that individual. But it's like, yeah, when we talk about the, the people we, we, we lift up, we raise up and I'm looking at you, Democrats you know, in the black community are just are entertainers or athletes and great. We should do that. But then how about the people that also do right by themselves and by their community? Otherwise, you know, why are they invisible? Right. Why is like a normal uh, middle class family of any ethnicity or denomination or whatever it is 
less than like why we should like cardi b's woman of the year anyway i'm getting really off topic oh see larry elder i think you know i need i need backup on this because i'm too white to really address any of these issues so if you if you need support for any of the bullshit things i brought up or any points uh cc uh see see larry elder uh he's a lovely individual and a black republican uh which is some people think is a an oxymoron, but uh, it's actually not. But anyway, I'm really talking out of turn now. I'm going to get back to the lyrical analysis here. So uh, don't hate me. I'm not bad. I'm just a guy. I'm just talking into a mic, you know, on the internet. And problematic, I guess, is the is the word of the fucking day. It's the name of the game. And that's just the way it goes. And mind you, I'm very much acquainted with... Um, you know, the woke ideology and, and, and I am a social progressive, but I'm also not an SJW. I'm not a, you know, I'm not a contemporary leftist, uh, shall we say, in order to obfuscate uh, the point or the conundrum or the, the pit that I've dug for myself here, the, the pigeonhole in which I dwell. Onward, shall we? Next line. I'm getting near the end here, so. Above the rim. So yeah, basketball reference, whatever, fine. Yeah, we all know what that is. Like, and more than anything, that's that's a reference to ballin'. We all know what ballin' means. And it's a it's actually ties into, I guess, the 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 talking out of turn mini segment that I just did. Where it's like if you're ballin', that is the you know, people from marginalized communities opportunity to gain wealth and prominence and relevance and stature within the community. And that's what we praise and that's what we hold up and that's fine. So ballin', you know, a reference to basketball, a reference to making money one way or the other. You can come from the worst community. And when I say worst, I just mean most disenfranchised community in the world and if you can ball which means if you can basketball if you're an athlete if you have skills uh to bring to the fore you might be able to sign a, a contract and to have a, a career whether it be short or long in which you will have a high earning potential and so that's that's balling i mean we all know that i'm i'm definitely splitting hairs a little bit at this point uh yeah. And then there's just the chorus after that. So I'm going to wrap this up. I uh, hope you all enjoyed that. This was way longer than I thought it was going to be, but such is necessary when you're parsing uh, the lyrics of some of your favorite artists. And so once again, I want to I want to say thank you to LB Spiffy and a shout out to LB Spiffy. I'm a big fan of your music. Uh, you will never hear this, but uh, I just want everybody to know that I am a fan. And that's why I decided it would be fun to do this. So this is me testing out this new segment where I can <laughs> like deconstruct and parse uh, hip hop songs that I enjoy and, and, and play uh, routinely every day on loop. And I certainly do. And um, yeah, if you guys like this, I don't know, maybe maybe I'll try this again and we'll do more songs. And um, yeah, we're going to do. Next next up is part two with Matt Duffy. We're going to sit down for a little chit-chat. Uh, but for now, stay blessed. You done know. Catch you on the flip.
All right, it's tittle time, baby. Tittle time. Welcome, Matt Duffy. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, thank you God. for having me, as always, TJ. What a fucking sweetheart. And uh, welcome back, people. I tried out a new segment in part one. Um, I told told Matt about it. Uh, hopefully, mm-hmm. he'll give me a listen and see what he thinks. We're also jamming out to a little um, Chance the Rapper, a fucking Chance yeah. the Rapper song, which was quite Shower. lit. I mean, it's, Bruh! I think I think they say it's on fleek. I, I don't. Yeah, they, they said that. They, they, they said that, that three were... years ago, bro. No, for I'm... you, that's contemporary. I feel like I'm catching up. You most certainly are. And uh, look, we're only gonna do we're gonna do uh, a tail end here because my my first segment took uh, quite a long time. Which I'm excited. Me how that goes? I'm excited to hear it. But I think we uh, all should be. I mean, yeah. And nevertheless, here we are. So I got a few topics I want to run through uh, real quick with you, Matthew, Matthew Taps. Duffy. Absolutely, my favorite TV. fucking scumbaggies coaster wearing a trucker hat. Twenty years after it was cool. Wow. Um, you know what? I I will take that as a compliment, sir. Thank God. We don't need to derail the podcast for some sort of adversary. You have literally aged 10 years since I first met you. So I literally saw you today. I was like, oh my God, I look younger. And that's, oh Jesus, it's not good. Um, on that note, oh my goodness gracious. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what happened this week. One one funny thing is we have a, we have a beautiful Moroccan roommate. We sir, oh god, do we ever beautiful? He is gorgeous. Like my girlfriend will not stop talking about him. (laughs) Well, that's neither here nor there. We can, yeah, we can delve into that. that. But you know what's crazy? You know, you have a Moroccan roommate. Mm -hmm. When I'm like, hey Mo, what are you making? He's like eggs, and uh, and he starts looking around. He's like, uh, he's like checking every shelf and every cabinet or whatever. I'm like, what are you looking for? He's like, oh, like. I'm trying to make eggs, but I can't find the cumin. <laughs> cumin. The cumin? The cumin? <laughs> that wasn't the joke, but okay. <laughs> no, but I, I bet you could generate some cumin for him. I, I love how you just made it immediately a sexual well, fucking innuendo, on. but no. You cumin. Can, you, eat, you eat eggs. Of course. Oh, yes, I've, I've been known to eat eggs. What type of eggs do you eat? I'm a big fan of scrambled. Sure. Just, Everybody's like, got their preference. Whether yeah. it's poached eggs, scrambled eggs, sunny side up, sunny side down, over easy. Who gives a fuck? Eggs Benedict. What? Oh, no, 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 that's my favorite. But that's different. That's okay. that's extra. You that's gotta a, make that's, that's you gotta make hollandaise. Of, yeah. yeah. That's, mm-hmm. I'm just saying when you make eggs, everybody's got their their way. Yeah. Uh, Mosin, who is I can say his name because he's been on a yeah a previous Momo. podcast. He's making eggs. <laughs> what was he doing? He's literally just like. I'm like, what are you looking for? We're like talking, and he's. Like, I'm like, you're making eggs. Like to me, like butter, maybe salt. Sure. In the pan, pepper. Make the eggs. Something. Put a little hot sauce on it. You got eggs. Eat eggs. Yeah. It's like the simplest thing yeah. you can eat. Right. And he's like looking for shit. And I'm like, what are you looking for? He's like, oh man, I'm like, I'm trying to make eggs, but I can't find the cumin. <laughs> like I just thought oh that was God. ridiculous. I can't find like, the cumin. How Moroccan are you that you need cumin to make fucking eggs, bro? Jesus, I've never heard know. any white person being like, "Oh, I, you know what? These eggs, let's just throw them out." Couldn't I couldn't find any cumin? Right. That that was my <laughs> point. Yeah, exactly. That was my no, point. This is this is what I'm feeling. I'm Maybe feeling not the that, best joke I've ever written. No, but you know what? Common sense. You need apparently you need cumin to make eggs now. I mean, I feel like cumin 
is oh a better my joke god, you're so addicted to ejaculation and shit. Like, I mean, I mean, you just you know, love it. I just want to, I just want, just want to say right now, oh. I'm not addicted to the the, the cumin, but when you need it, you nut and addicted in the cumin. You just take a little bit, just a little bit, take a little bit in the mouth, a little bit in the mouth, and then a lot in the anus. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he dropped the evil laugh in there, so you know it's like, yeah. <laughs> I know what I'm, I'm doing. Just... <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I don't even know what the fuck we guys are talking about. Like, they just feel like you guys are being a little too aggressive right now. And just, I just wanted to get my fanny pack out and um, hang myself because um, I don't even know how I feel about life. Trevor, man. <laughs> I've... Trevor, I've... I feel bad for. Everyone, <laughs> because Trevor, that's I know I'm not doing so good right now. Shout out to Jim Henson, which apparently we owe much of a tribute to, as your character is a carbon copy of Kermit the Frog. It's okay. I mean, I'm not really. I mean, I have long legs. I feel green a lot of the time, mostly because I smoke a lot of marijuana. But. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I have a girlfriend that likes to karate chop me a lot. Go, so how is Miss Piggy doing? I mean, um, she's all right, but um, being a little aggressive more than usual. Um, Why is it? Because by now, like, like Miss Piggy was created in what, like 1975? Mm. She's middle aged by now. She might be going through menopause. She might be exchanging her estrogen for testosterone. And so... I mean, we don't like to talk about that. It's just like, um, we just say that she's just going through a difficult time. And um, <laughs> she, um, we're going through therapy right now. Um, Couples therapy. And I mean, it's more therapy for her. Um, and I, <laughs> I mean, I'm, 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 I'm feel fine. <laughs> um, um, can you kill me right now, please? <laughs> This is the saddest <laughs> Kermit the Frog I've ever seen. It's uh, good, though. Let's move on. But um, look, I uh, so I'm not going to tell you where, when, or how, but I, I met this. Normally, like, women are not super deep into the, like, work with your hands, the trades field. And I'm not saying that, like, to be rude or mean. It's just if you break down percentage-wise how many women are in the trades versus how many men, even today, it's like not even fucking close. Like, no, I will, I will uh, not uh, disagree with you, but I will say I have met a female or two that knows how to use her hands. In what way? I'm just, I'm leaving it out there for the masses to absorb and think. It's a thinker. Absorb. It's That's, a thinker. Sounds a bit aggressive. I'm not really interested in I absorbing mean, anything that you have to offer. It's just something you got to squeeze on. Pardon me? No, what? Who? What? Squeeze? Who? Squeeze? Squeeze? Your main yeah. squeeze? Yeah. Why? Just just use all the fingers. That's all I'm saying. What? Like what? five of them? Are you talking about Get fisting? Well, wow. well, sir, sir. No, hello. Where where was your head at? Because you said like there's there's five, so uh-huh. Uh Which way do we I mean, like, you can figure it out for yourself. Fing, fing, finger it out? Yeah, you can finger it out. Yeah. <laughs> what, dude? Don't you dare ever <laughs> wink at me like that, you fucking... Oh, oh my God. 
That okay. was the creepiest wink you've given me in the history of this uh, short-lived podcast that may or may not continue into the future. I think I have a creep vibe today. Yeah, you're flexing a little I'm bit. I'm flexing some I don't know creep. If it's the black vibe. bomber jacket like, that you're like rocking. This? Do you like you're, this? You're rocking a little bit of a fuckboy joint today, uh, which is very uncharacteristic for Matt Duffy. It is. Apparently, I blew out all of my articulation on the fucking hip-hop yeah. translation. <laughs> I really had to dig deep. When I was reviewing, uh, not reviewing, when I was translating this hip-hop song, I really had to dig deep. And it's funny because I could have put all this energy into learning a second language. No. But instead, I just put all that energy into translating English to English. <laughs> but it's... <laughs> There's a different type of hot English damn English. hot water hot shower. Oh, baby. So yeah, this the, like look. So with with women in the trades, I <laughs> I happen to meet. I love non sequiturs too. You're gonna have to get used to that. I'm just gonna do. That's so, very smooth. I'm gonna do so many non sequiturs. That was very smooth. I don't care. Look, we got a half hour here. We got a fucking. Oh yeah, we got time. We, we got to boil eggs right now. You oh, know what Jesus. I mean? We got a. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jesus R. Murphy. Uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But look, this chick, she was, I met her and she's a, a carpenter. Mm -hmm. So she's like skilled in woodworking. Okay. Uh, okay this is all... yeah, I think you know where yeah, I'm going with this. Okay, already. But yeah. what's crazy is like not a, you know, pardon me for saying this, but not an ugly bull dyke. Like I, I met. Mine did not go there. I was. I was perplexed because I met a woman that's like, I'm like, you're an attract. She was like attractive. Like she was hot. Mm -hmm. Like I would date her, but she was uh -huh. a carpenter. And I just, I couldn't, I, I'm just like, what the, how the fuck did this happen? First of all. But I guess that's neither here nor there, but it's like, you're a carpenter and you're hot. For some reason, it just seems so odd. The blew your mind, eh? Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I, 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 I know what you, chug. I know what you wanted her to blow. But at the mm -hmm. same time, sir, you will get other things blown if you can just join us in 2021. Who's, who the fuck is us, bro? It's is that a us. show on the, like was that on what network <laughs> yeah. was that on that show us? Yes, TV. Wasn't that a show about people getting people pregnant and they weren't ready to have kids, but they did it anyway and that everybody was cried and Maury Povich. Uh, no, but... no, no. The show us was after. NFL football or something. Oh, Maury this, Povich. This, this is us. Maury Povich. What is this? 2009? Like, come on, man. He still exists. You are the He's baby's father. I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm not. I mean. You I'm, sound kind of guilty. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, I know. Like, I don't think so. Have you been uh, engaging in coitus at all lately? A little bit. Do you know what coitus means? It means the things that happen between the sheets. More specifically, do you know what it means? The actual dictionary de definition. Um, um, sexy time. No, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna inform. I'm surprised you don't know this, but quite literally, mm. coitus means, and it is Latin based, mm -hmm. but it means to engage in the act of vaginal sexual intercourse, uh -huh. resulting in ejaculation within the vagina. Oh, so it doesn't That's count. Coitus. It doesn't count if the ejaculation occurs outside the vagina. Yeah. Do you know what that's called? Um, a great time. Coitus interruptus. It relates yeah, to so last dumb. week because so last dumb. week, so no, dumb. last week we talked about yes, I know Rick Carrasco did. with the 
Mm -hmm. uh, Lesus Interruptus. That's what he was referring to. Yes. So if you pull out and you bust anywhere, that's Coitus Interruptus. I mean, comment. That's how we all should live in the Coitus Interruptus, because what do we need to populate this planet with anymore? Scum. I, I mean, we're, it's in progress. I can guarantee every single listener to this podcast should not so my have offspring. Friend. Yeah, they should not. They should definitely not Shout have offspring. Shout out to Shout out to Patreet. Shout out. I won't even say his last name because uh, if, uh, you know, the bank that he works at get, what about, get, what, gets what, wind what, of this what, reference, he's going to be on the rocks. What about Rajat? Are you culturally appropriate? I am, I am going to talk about Rajat and I you know he's to, gonna hear this right I know I want to talk to him in a way that he like Rajat I'm just gonna say like you don't need to have the woman because um you don't need it you don't need it you can just pay for it because that's the only way you're going to get uh, the, the 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 small penis that you have inside of a virgin that is the way you do it and it's very cheap in uh, the place you are in Cheap? Um, well, you're talking cheap, about a, a, a people that are notably frugal. It's very, so very, what very does cheap. cheap mean? How much? I mean, you can if you go to the right bars. If you go to the bars? right bars, sir. What bars? I what mean, in Florida what, or Texas? It is go what to bars? The, go to the right uh, places, the right street corners. You just buy a Mickey of the vodka, or um, uh, maybe uh, you want to a be gram special. of meth. <laughs> Maybe you want to be a little special. You want to make it a really special night. Then you do a little math. Yeah. And then uh, you get your dick wet. And then um, you uh, forget her and forget her name. Canceled. We are Done. canceled. Done. As of right now. Okay. I think I did it, though. I think Raja would that appreciate funny. that. Shout out to Raja. Apparently, um, if, and, yeah, if and when he listens to this, I'm sure he'll get a, a lot of enjoyment I out of guy. your accent. I mean, I try. No, to he's the it. best. But uh, like, you're setting him up for defeat. So he's living in yeah. Manitoba right now, which Gosh, right now ugh. there is a hard border between Ontario and Manitoba. It's almost like the goddamn like like in the Cold War when like Berlin had the Berlin Wall. That's what the Manitoba Ontario border is now. Apparently, thank you, Doug Ford, and others. So you're you're trying to have him, like buy a grandma blow drive out to the reservation and to try to be the next perpetrator of you know okay first of all i did not first nation homicide any of and, this and, and rape and, and you're trying okay to... first of all you're the one that included going to a reserve you're the one that included i didn't rape. include i didn't do any of you those insinuate. things no i did none you of those insinuated things. all of all, it. all i did was a beautiful impression of a beautiful of my friend i would say problematic i would say a, a very loving impersonation of a very good friend of mine named mm. Rajat who happens to be a BIPOC whatever the fuck that means okay so you you said that not me and I was just making jokes about mm. him maybe getting involved with a prostitute and what would be the ethnicity of this prostitute whatever you know what knowing him um he doesn't see color so oh no he sees color <laughs> he's know. told me many times yeah, the girlfriend is Indian, and he wants to urinate on her in the shower. I, I don't want to put anybody out there. Wow. But 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 no, with the, like, preferably it would be a Caucasian Is that woman. still a golden shower? It's a golden curry. Golden curry. 
Yo, you with the evil laugh. Something about this jacket has put whatever what? you like. Cause, cause look, I'm just gonna tell the listeners right now. Normally, like Matt Duffy is staple denim on denim. Usually, denim on denim. I'm not talking shit when yeah. I say you're no, you're, you're the denim prince. There's a it's fucking true. reason I call you that. I know. And for some weird reason, you're wearing a Zara. A bomber jacket with like leather upper like nice, and like a right? chrome zipper, yeah. and it's turned you into like some sort of a crazy East Coast fuck boy. I mean, you know what? Sometimes you gotta oh, step the game up. You're glossing your hair and shit. Glossing the the only thing is, if if I take you from the neck up, I know zero that, change. I, I know zero. But something about your torso, you got some torso shit going on. We're like from from the hips to the neck. You're a fuckboy right now, and it's showing, and you're you're selling it, and I, I'm buying. Well, I appreciate that, and um, maybe it's because I've been a little bit of a fuckboy recently. I've just been getting a lot. Goddamn, Trevor! I've been getting a lot of Miss Piggy lately. And, uh, oh it's, Jesus! It's been a lot. Of, it's been good. I mean, yeah, other than the death threats and stuff like that. Yeah, the death <laughs> the death threats. You don't even know what's coming because it's gonna get way worse. Oh, if we keep doing this podcast, do you want to hear something? The more relevance we get, the more danger we're in. Yeah, do you want to hear something? I do. Okay, and, and this is inside baseball, and no one's listening anyway. So, what does it matter? So, uh, you know, I had, I had this show, it's comedy gold, it's comedy gold. Gold, I've made my bones comedy. at Comedy Gold. Exactly. Com- you, comedy Gold was my was a fucking weekly staple. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. It was on bullshit. Saturdays. It sucked ass. Yeah. But that's why I loved it. Exactly. But you know, we did last summer when we had that big show. We did it for July 4th. We had a great big show. I ben, know we can call ben it Bank a big is, show. I mean, we had over 50 people show up to it. So Was that last summer? Yeah. 50? Mm-hmm. You can't have 50 in Toronto style. Shh. <laughs> No one needs to know how many people were there. There was no, there was not fifty. Never happened. There was five people. There was five people. Um, so we got complaints. Cinco de Mayo, by yeah, the way. So we got complaints afterwards. Um, and a certain person, I won't say the name, Kelsey Ryan. Um, she attacked uh, <laughs> Toronto style bar and grill mm-hmm. and attacked myself, saying that uh, oh, it was an uh, unsafe venue. It was unsafe place. She's unsafe. I'm, I'm, an, I'm, I'm an abuser. I'm a Nazi. So why should you be affiliated with her or with uh, this venue? Blah blah, blah blah blah. All that bullshit. So fine. It the got usual. The, it got the yeah usual shutdown bullshit. So uh, what did she do? I'm not gonna say name. Kelsey um, Ryan. Um, <coughs> pardon me. Um, so <coughs> yeah, I know. I don't even know. So she directly messaged my new girlfriend. To say, hey, I don't know you, but uh, your boyfriend right now, the guy you're seeing right now, because I saw online, he's a Nazi and an abuser. I'm not kidding you. I wanted to do something about it, but I didn't because I was just like, that's exactly what she wants There's nothing me to, to do. do. There's nothing but no, to, to do. directly. And she doesn't even know that Like, I'm not advertising that this is my new girlfriend. I put one post up with me and her singing. Marvel Comics is drawing pictures of the Red Skull as Jordan Peterson. Oh, my God. We're in a strange fucking time right now. Dude, it's... Right? So, no question. That's a cool story, Hansel. 
Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Not to shift gears. Sorry, that, that, that is a good story and noted, and we'll probably revisit this, but just really quick. I, I, yeah. always, I always tell you about what movies I watch and rewatch weekly. Sure. And this week I rewatched Tropic Thunder. Oh, one of the best so good. fucking movies. So good. I swear to God, it's a candidate for one of the best movies of all time. And I know that's it a bold statement. so fucking the good. The satire is off the fucking charts. Like, and and underrated so much is Steve Coogan in that movie, the British guy. If you don't remember. Oh, who that is. he was. Uh, yeah, he's the director. The, the, director. And the director's name was Cockburn. Yes. But Steve Coogan, the actor, yeah, underrated. He He's so good. Everybody in that did film. a good job like, in that movie. So good. But that, like, and now especially that I'm working more in the film industry, like, it's just so topical, so poignant, so relevant. Like, yeah. And it, oh man, it's just such good satire. Like something about satire when it's done well, it can transcend. Like again, if, Absolutely. You, if you just look at Tropic Thunder on the surface, it's just a whatever comedy movie but if you're like in the know and if you watch that shit you're like holy fuck it resonates on the different frequency it's one of those movies and i'm i love that you brought that up it the the older that movie gets the better think, it gets yeah it's yeah one of those movies it's like death the smoochie which i think is oh, another yeah, movie yeah. a lot of people like that that don't a, like it doesn't follower. get the respect or uh cable guy i think is cable guy is funny too because it it is a cult film Dude, like and it isn't mainstream. Like it is mainstream now because everything's is, mainstream. Of course. But you're right, that cable guy is like the commentary, the social commentary, the kind of It's so good. It's surreal. It's very I weird. made my girlfriend watch it and there's a there's a certain line in it, and I, I don't know if you'll appreciate it or not, but when so when Jim Carrey's calling uh Matthew Broderick over and over again, one of the voicemails he's like, Hey, yeah, I just heard my phone ring. Uh, I, I was just in the shower. Thought I heard my phone ring. That ever happened to you? Anyways, call me. We'll talk about it. It's it's so good. And I've used that when I was a kid. I would use that with my friends. I'd be like, hey, I was just blow drying my hair. Thought I heard the phone ring. That ever happened to you? Anyways, call me. We'll talk about it. It's so off, like the cuff. But like, that shit, I, I'm just younger than you enough that I can't. I can't. I find this very interesting, actually, because I watch a lot of movies from a lot of different time periods, and that whole voicemail, voice machine. Oh, thing, right. I was like, I came of age like just at the end of that, so like I don't. Right. Like when I watch it, I get it, but it's right. What a weird time. No internet. Dude, no. I you know. have voicemail. You'd be like, you have. I have ten voicemails right and now. And you listen like, to them. You Nowadays, you, you just fucking delete them. Oh, dude, I'm I literally on my phone right now. I literally have eight voicemails. I don't give a flying fuck. I'm like, you gave me a voicemail? You could have just texted me. Because well, so, who cares? Who cares? I don't care. People that voicemailed you probably also hit you on WhatsApp. Probably also hit you on your email. Probably also hit you on three social media platforms. Mm -hmm. It's not the same fucking thing. It is not. And what is, oh my God. What, what a strange time. The 80s, right? Oh, like, the, the, like the early 90s even. No, it was so good. What a weird. It was so good. It's like right now, I don't know if this has happened to you, but today uh, I had a coworker call me three times. Three times. Three. Three. Left a voicemail and Why? also texted me and also sent me an email. I was like, 
do you do? Do you not realize that I I acknowledge all of these things? I'm doing something. Why did she just Why? go penetrate herself with a frozen hot dog? <laughs> that was good. Uh, but it's just like the joke is it falls apart in the vagina as it warms up. Anyway, hey oh hey, and then you got another problem. And it's just like, holy shit. Like, people just don't understand. It's like, as much as I'm old school, where it's just like, uh, I understand. The well, you're not old school. You're older than me. Mm. Yes, that is true. No disrespect. But I also understand. It's like, dude, if you gave me a call, I see that you tried to call me. Like, I don't need any reminders from here. I don't need a text message. No, I don't need you? an email. I don't That's need That's so anything. antiquated. Yeah. All of those things have been covered by the missed call. Sure. 100%. Am I right or am I right? I mean, when you're right, you're right. Am I right? Right, 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 right. Groundhog Day reference. I know. Sorry, did you get that one? Barely. Okay, fuck. Barely. Uh... That's why we're doing this. You're not a boomer, but you're a Gen Xer. Am I right? I'm somewhere in between. I think you're either an early millennial or you're a Gen Xer. I'm not Gen X. So you're an early millennial. Yeah, I'm barely. You're like the... the I don't know. I'm somewhere in between. You're the oldest millennial. I I'm think. like the oldest millennial. But, but even like, then, barely, bro. You're like, like very... Like, yeah. uh, they don't like me. I don't want to say old time because that's bullshit. That's not true. You're not like, you know... Uh, I get... But the thing is, I get both generations. I can understand. Yeah, I do too. Everything. I do too. But like, like I didn't grow like, up with the internet. How old were you? So when you were, let's say, sixteen. Sure. What year was it? And I don't mean to date you, but I'm just interested. Uh, sixteen. I've been ninety-eight. Uh, ninety-eight. Yeah. Okay. So the Matrix was just about to come out. Right. And um, I have the internet. In high school. Yeah. I have the internet. So, so you uh, came so of age kind of in thing. the beginning of the internet. Absolutely. The, the like, very I, grassroots. I have beginning. ICQ. Oh my god, and I love ICQ too. I know. What? I actually, oh. I definitely get that reference. That's good. I think we should revisit this. We should do more on future yeah. episodes. Maybe do a little bit more like recapping because I'm very, especially now, I'm very fascinated with the Matrix, that movie, that trilogy, and so where good. they were coming from. It is a, just a brilliant work. It's like a text that, just in so many ways, will live on so far beyond its years and and, and it is already always, for, yeah. for many reasons right and so maybe yeah. maybe we should revisit some kind of nostalgia like 90s 2000s uh shit where we talk about coming of age and and, yeah. I, and i like to pick your brain on that in in future episodes i would love to pick your brain as well we're and... gonna put that on pause for now though okay let's put it on pause but because it's from too much where, to get into it's too much from to get where into. we started from the internet from what was your first social media? Yeah, like all that. I be- beautiful. Mwah. Love it. Yeah, we'll do that. So, okay. just at the at the tail end of this thing, I just want to let you spitball on uh, one thing here. So, you know how uh, the cigarettes, like there's First Nation cigarettes, like there's Native cigarettes. Mm-hmm. It was a big problem where they were selling like 500 packs of cigarettes in convenience stores. For like, you know, half the price of sure. government approved cigarettes. This was like 10 years ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you could just go to a store and just buy. Um, Hello. They were selling them illegally. You, you bought them. Smoker. Yeah. In fact, you, know, you, you know. gave some of them to me. Um, but and they uh, shut that down. Uh, but you know what's funny? Remember they And then they came out with the brand DKs. 
Oh, I remember those. Oh, my God. Right, right. That wasn't that long ago. Oh, that was not long ago. But do you know what the new one is? Because <laughs> they shut no, DKs what? down? BBs. It's just like, what? I, like, I guess they just pick two letters and they just fucking release them. Now it's BBs. BBs. I shit you not. Like, the, the pack just has two uppercase Bs. And it's blue and white instead of oh red and gold and white. Isn't this isn't it funny? Like... I mean, it's, no, it's not funny. I don't know. It's, it's not funny. I don't think it's funny at all. I really don't. No, 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 no. I don't think it's funny at but all. I say this because um, I've met some dudes that have had that smoke them, and and some of these guys that smoke them make a hundred thousand dollars a year. <laughs> but I feel like they smoke them because their whole life they've just been paying government price for cigarettes, and so just now they're just over it. It's like I can't taste anything anyway, so why don't I just smoke whatever the fuck BBs? You know. I mean literally what's the difference every cigarette tastes the same uh In the i end, beg to differ have you had a first nation cigarette recently i mean not recently it's no next blue let me tell you that <laughs> <laughs> let's wrap it all right well i'll tell you what i think that was short and sweet and uh, i think we got some stuff to 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 start off with next week and uh, i just want to say matthew duffy my co-host thank you very much for making the time to do the pod uh it's always nice of course thank you sir and uh, um, we'll do it again next week I, i've got a bunch of shit for us to run through next week so look forward to that to my listeners also check out the first segment uh let me know what you think about it hopefully it was good hopefully it was entertaining and funny if not otherwise let me know and um yeah signing off this is tittle time uh one more again one more week and uh, I'm going to leave you, Matt Duffy. Do you have uh, one phrase or one thought or otherwise something you want to leave us with? Please go ahead. It's tittle time with TJ Edwards. Uh.